Hey, today's sponsor is guess who? That's right, 13. Our friends at 13 make high quality clothing. All their stuff is cut just right to give you a little bit of extra confidence. Don't I look a little bit more supple in this shirt? It's because the shirt is doing all of the work for me. If you want to look this supple, check out their website, thur13en.com. Pick yourself up some t-shirts, hoodies. Use the code word CoreyCast at checkout, all one word, and save yourself a little bit of money. Let them know that Corey sent you. Today's guest is my friend, Ryan. He owns Edge, a fantastic gym, and they're going to open up a recovery lounge not too far from their current place. I've always loved Ryan. He's been such a great human being, and I've always been rooting for him from the sidelines because he's just created such a, a wonderful place that is such a perfect mixture of people from all different walks of life. I said in the podcast you know, gyms kind of have a vibe to them. When you think of Gold's Gym, there's a very particular person you think of who would be working out at Gold's Gym versus somebody who would be working out at Planet Fitness, not to put these people in a box, but just providing the example that like Edge is such a great mix of like, there's 80-year-old grandmothers that work there and then you could see somebody getting ready for a bodybuilding competition and then you look over and you could see somebody getting ready for a strength and conditioning competition and then you could look over to your left and see a college student and then look over to your right and see the uh, crazy business man woman oriented person who only can fit a workout in and you see him take off their suit, get on in a t-shirt and shorts. And um, it's one thing I've always appreciated about Edge. It's just such a perfect mix of all these people from different walks of life. It's always made me feel really comfortable. If you want to join the DECA competition that Edge is putting on, it's going to be December 10th. Uh, we're going to dive into uh, later in the podcast what the DECA competition is. So I won't go into too much detail. But if you want to register, you should check out their Instagram, uh, Edge Strength Conditioning. I'll put the links below and if you are watching this episode on spotify do me a favor hit that follow button it's a free thing that helps my podcast grow and uh it doesn't cost you anything so hey i appreciate your time and energy i hope you love this podcast because ryan is a wonderful human being so without further ado here is my guest ryan volmer Ryan, I have met you ah uh, so long. Was it Tai Kai first, and then when I started working out with Jamie, right? I think so. Yeah, I think it was Tai Kai first. Yeah, yeah. And uh, you have the you run the gym Edge, and I like the story of where you are now. And I think we should start like the beginning because I think they'll appreciate the ending more. When you first opened up your gym, how long ago was that? Um, it all started about 10 years ago. I didn't open open 10 years ago, but the ball was rolling then. So like, <clears throat> so in 2013, I, I started, uh, you know, making the plan about this time 10 years ago, like just, just thinking about it. Right. Like wanting to open your own gym. Yeah. So I, I worked at, um, at Gold's. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. And. 
I didn't really love it. Mm -hmm. I liked the job. I liked doing it. And I always felt like, oh, I could do this and I could do it better. I could, I could make it good for me and I could make it good for the customers. Yeah. Like everybody be happier. Right. Um, how, were, how long were you at Gold for? Um, not long, maybe two years. Nice. Okay. Yeah. So at least you got some experience cause you were a personal trainer there, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right. Right. So then how long, it's about two years you're at Gold's. Mm -hmm. When was it, was there like a final nail in the coffin that made you want to like open the gym? No, I just, I've always been bad at having a boss, right? Like, mm. <clears throat> so there was always some friction there with just being managed. Right. Like I didn't take well to it. And some people don't, man. Yeah. And some people don't. That, that's been a problem. Yeah. So, um, you know, I was formulating the whole thing and no, there wasn't really a moment where I was like, I got to get out of here. Yeah. It was overall a positive experience. How long uh, were you planning before it was like official? Uh, maybe six months. Yeah, it um, seems like that Goldilocks zone, six months to a year of planning when you're like trying to start something. Yeah. Um, yeah. <clears throat> so like around, um, around three months in, I, I started you know, like looking for a place. I had a business partner at the time who I don't have anymore. And so we're looking for places and um, kind of like softly uh, coming up with, with like plans. And, uh, you know, so things didn't work out with him. Right. Uh, we, we parted ways before I opened. Before you opened the gym, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. But around that time word got out to golds that i was doing this so mm. um they probably kicked you right yeah yeah, yeah because non-compete they didn't take kindly to that yeah <laughs> yeah i can understand i can understand yeah. that position but you yeah. finally like that was a nice i bet you in hindsight there was a nice moment because it was like all right now i'm putting all my focus yeah. in on this place rather than being like yeah. half in half out i was a, yeah but I, I was a little off guard um, you know, like it happened a little quicker than I was ready. So like, uh, so that's, this was all like around the end of the year. And so around January to March of 2014, I was training people in my basement. Oh, and damn. I had a ke two kettlebells, uh, a medicine ball, a stability ball. And like, that was it. And I was just trying to like keep a little money flowing and keep people attached to me while I was getting this going. So for like three months, I was just in the basement trying to, Whoa. Yeah. Wow. Uh, and then, then we, you know, in that time period, we found the place, um, ordered all the equipment. And then March of 2014, we like moved into the, the original location, which was like the little hole in the wall garage. <laughs> <laughs> it, it was like, um, literally a car garage like still like oil on the floor and we're like yeah let's put some equipment in here yeah but do you do you still remember the feeling of when like the doors were finally open to that yeah. place like maybe in hindsight like comparatively to where you are now it seems like a broom closet right yeah. but like that moment when you first like cut the ribbon and grand opening yeah what was that like mixed emotions well for one it felt awesome like here we're finally here like it's it's mine. And then like you open the doors and nobody nobody comes in. 
<laughs> right? You like, got the grand opening, and yeah. then no one comes through yeah, the front crickets. door. Yeah, god dang. I'm like, okay, so I had, basically in the very beginning, it was just me doing personal training. Mm. Like, a couple people joined the gym in my, my business plan, which, you know, I had no idea how to make a business plan. My strategy was to have, like, I don't know, maybe 100 members in the first month. I'm like, yeah, that sounds reasonable. <laughs> and you're like, you have no capacity of, like, did you ever see, like, Gold's numbers comparatively? So you had something to, like, base the numbers off of? Um, I had some general ideas. Yeah, but different. Like, Gold's is, like, a name brand. You're yeah. just starting. So di completely different expectations. Yeah, a place like a Gold's is going to have, like, a couple thousand members. Where a place like me is going to have a couple hundred. Mm-hmm. So it's way different scale. Right. And then you cut the ribbon. No one walks through the door. You have a mix of emotions. But how long are you in that spot until you had an opportunity to grow to another building? I was almost three years. So the first first two years, like, you know, growing progressively, adding an employee here and there. Well, here, I added one employee. Um, and... Um, Eventually, what it really was was the parking lot situation there. Like it was, it was causing a lot of tension between me, me and the landlord, mm. who was like right next door to me. What was the the parking situation? Like not enough spots for yeah. everybody. Yeah, he had a he had a car garage next door, and it just didn't work. Like, yeah, I had guys, people coming in. He had people going out, and it was just, it was just chaos. Yeah, it was chaotic. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and he was always pissed, and I was always like, like nervous about pissing him off. So. Um, when when I found a place to move to, it wasn't difficult for him to let me out of the lease early. Oh, oh yeah, right, right, yeah. He's like, fine, less traffic. Yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. He's like, I'll, I'll put another garage in here. Like, I'm sick of this gym. <laughs> <laughs> so. That's crazy. Then you have to take all of that heavy ass gym equipment, move it from point A to point B. Yeah. How long does that take? Um, that's got to be an all day thing, especially so you rent like a U-Haul or something, a Penske truck. And and then you get as many friends as you can. And you can get it done in a day. Yeah. Um it sucks. Yeah, every <laughs> like dude, I don't want don't have me pick up the 75 pound plate. <laughs> uh, there was a weird um transition period for for that. So like once again I ended up in a basement because <clears throat> I don't remember why I had to get out, but like maybe I gave him notice I was ending the lease and he was just like, okay, see ya. Yeah, yeah. So I Something. had to get out like qu quicker than the second place was ready. Yeah. And there was a basement there, so I moved all my shit downstairs. So like. Oh, so you had to move it again? Yes. Oh, <laughs> come on, man. So we move, you know, like everything into the basement, and I got like this pseudo gym kind of open where people are like, you know, working out in the basement. I can't believe the the things people did. Like, mm -hmm. first of all, working out in like a garage. And then they're working out in a basement, like all dusty and dark, and mm -hmm. probably no music. Like, um, but then finally it finished. We moved everything up. It was really nice, and uh, that was another. I don't know, maybe two years I was there before. What was the difference between opening your first place and your second place? Um, well, each time, like I, I move, I learn something, or learn a lot. Um, so, like, I had a better plan for how to lay the place out. Plus, I was able to work with an architect there. And Whoa. Yeah. Cool. Like, the, the landlord, 
well, they like amortize the uh, the cost of the construction, but like, mm. so he he essentially funded a construction project, and I got to meet with the land the, the architect and plan the whole thing out. Like, here's the bathrooms, nice. and, and this and that. So it was like by design, yeah, which was a huge difference. Um, well, I suppose the first one was kind of just like wherever you put your equipment was kind of just yeah. plop there, no rhyme or reason. Yeah. And second one, you got to creatively choose where everything was going in that gym. Yeah. So, like, the first one, like, there was a massage room that was, like, the former, like, paint room, you know. And there was, like, cardio equipment in this kind of, like, weird office space. And it, it wasn't meant to be a gym. Yeah, Whereas yeah. the second one was meant to be a gym. Mm-hmm. And the second place opened up. Did you have to buy like more equipment because you did? Was it a bigger square footage you covered? Yeah. Um, was it like a big difference where you were no, like, "Oh crap"? No, it was probably like another thousand square feet, um, but it, it gave me room to buy more stuff because the first place was definitely packed. Mm-hmm. Well, it felt packed to me. When I look back on pictures, I'm like, I had nothing. Like, I can't believe people paid me to go there. <laughs> like, I got these like three jankety squat racks and like. The rubber I had for the floor, like, only covered part of the floor. Ah, right, right, right. There was always, like, oh, someday I'm going to buy turf. That day never came. Yeah, yeah, right, right. At what point does it come to you, like, in your business when you know it's time to grow? Because you go to that second spot, then there's the third spot, right, which is where you're at now. Yeah. Right. Um, The second spot, well, it's like, it's, it's like, oh, yeah. It's like landlord drama for me. Um, so the second spot, once again, I didn't really plan on leaving when I did, but there was there was a little uh, friction between me and my neighbor. Um, they uh, they didn't like the constant pounding of weights on the floor. Oh. Um, Above. No. Uh, so. So they probably felt it. They could, yeah. It was more of a vibration thing because there was like the basement. We had a shared basement underneath. Ah, oh, yeah, yeah. So like, in their account, like it, they'd make it sound like you know, like pictures are falling off the wall and like, you know, it's like. But not really. It was just no. it was a thud that kind of shook them. There might have been some some dramatic embellishments. Yeah, it's okay. Yeah. So um, that got kind of heated, and it came to an end. You know. Yeah. I, and at the same time, actually. The building I'm in now, the Dietz building, uh, a guy who who was a manager there, is a manager there, used to work out at Edge, and he was like, hey, we've got this commercial space in the Dietz building, and I was like, I don't know, it sounds like too big. He'd bring me over and show me. It was like 10,000 square feet, Um, and at the time, I was doing, I was 5,000 square feet. I'm like... So we're talking double. Yeah. You're about to double your size, dude. It was huge, and I'm like, no way. But then stuff started to get bad with the landlord, so I'm like... All right, let's talk. So we ended up cutting it down to eight thousand. They they subdivided up a little bit, mm. um, but still eight thousand. Like I ended up moving all my stuff over there, and once again, like the landlord was happy to let me go early because he was sick of me <laughs> banging weights. <laughs> Ryan, why is there a trend? No, I'm just kidding. That's hilarious. I mean, it could be me and my authority issues. My th- <laughs> You're like I just, dude. It goes back to you not. Like in a manager, and you yeah. wanted to work for yourself, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's hilarious. Like, don't tell me. <laughs> don't tell me. So that's where you're at now. It's an eight thousand square foot area. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's crazy. With uh, 
showers and there's a massage room in there right uh there it was a massage room now it's physical therapy okay it's been a hot minute been a hot minute Um, i was working out with jamie uh fryer for a it was i think it was right before covid yeah like literally like 2019 and i love jamie but i I have like a competitiveness to me that like when i work out with somebody i'm like no i'll just do the same weights you can do and jamie has got 60 pounds on me he's gonna lift way heavier so he's like doing a 200 pound overhead press i'm like nah bro i got this (laughs) and uh yeah no it was a good time i love working out with jamie that's good and bad because one it's gonna push you to like work (laughs) harder yeah 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 (laughs) but it's got to be within reason yeah like I, if Jamie didn't save me that day, I probably would have just broken my spine in your building. I'm sorry, it probably would have happened. Yeah, <laughs> we got a, a dumpster for people like that. Yeah. <laughs> and now you guys are expanding to like a new location, not like moving it to a new, a secondary location. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Is it like this one where it was more planned out and more yeah uh, met with an architect and stuff? Yes. Nice. Um, it uh. It's something I've wanted to do for a while, and I've been looking, kind of casually looking for a second spot for a long time. Maybe not a long time, but maybe maybe a year and a half or so. And uh, I couldn't really, well, nothing was really popping up. And um, then the people in the Barclay Damon building downtown emailed me, and they're like, hey, we have this, this gym space, and, uh, you know, are you interested? So... I, Interesting. So they emailed yeah. you. Yeah. 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 I get those kind of emails every now and then from like, but usually it's like, hey, there's a shopping center in Horseheads that has a vacancy. And oh, you're yeah. like, I don't want to go to Horseheads. Yeah. 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 Um, so I uh, initially I was kind of writing it off like it's too close. It's like a mile away. Hmm. Like, um, oh, I didn't realize that. Super close. Yeah. Um, and I'm like, you know, it doesn't make any sense to have two, two spots so close. But um, I've wanted to get into more of a, a recovery-focused uh, space. Oh. Um, like, I can't... Um, where I'm at now in the Deets building, there's a, a infrared sauna place. There's a yoga studio. So I can't have any of that. Oh, because you, you can't compete what's in the plaza. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. so um, being right up the street gives me the ability to send my customers to my... My place. Oh, okay. Where I'm going to have infrared sauna, ice baths, yoga, massage. Okay. So this is like uh, like an edge recovery mm-hmm. spot. Yeah. Is it, um, is there still going to be like weights and stuff there? Yeah. Nice. So it's be like, but there's, will the selection be smaller than what's in, yeah. the, in the D's building? Yeah. It's kind of be like a mini edge of gym stuff. Yeah. Um, it's, it's, it's split levels, uh, two floors. Um, Oh, two floors. Yeah. Dang, I mean, boy, you fancy. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it sounds way more impressive than it is. Like, it's overall, it's, it's smaller than what I have now. Mm-hmm. Like, the downstairs is pretty small. It's kind of like a like a cave because, uh, and this is kind of a cool feature, back in the day, this, was, this building was a bank. Oh. And my downstairs spot has a bank vault in it. No way. Yeah. That is cool, dude. It's, What's going on in the bank vault? 
Uh, That's the ice bath spot. Saunas and ice baths, yeah. Dude, in a freaking safe? Yeah. That's cool. It's like they don't have the giant door anymore or anything like that, but you can feel it. Like the walls are like two feet of concrete. Oh my goodness, dude. And you walk in there and it's like you can, the air is like different, you know? The the level of quietness in that room has got to be crazy weird, huh? Yeah, Yeah. Because of how like thick the walls are. Yeah. That door has to be so heavy. We have one of the corporate office that's nailed in because that office used to be a. Bank of America in Camillus, mm. and when they remodeled it for the real estate office, they took the door off, but they used it as like a a decoration piece oh, cool. that's over there, and it is so heavy. I didn't realize how heavy it was until until they said something, but it makes sense. That's great. So now it's going to be more recovery focused. Mm. Ice baths. What else are you gonna have in there? Sauna. That's sauna. big, dude. Yeah. That's yeah. big. Well, and we're setting it up so like those rooms that have a sauna also have the ice bath in the same room. So you'd come and um, just rent the space for a certain amount of time and be able to go back and forth as much or as little as you want. Nice. So you you could do, you know, maybe 20-minute sauna, 5-minute ice, 20-minute sauna, Mm. that kind of thing. Okay, damn. All right, that's a cool idea. That is cool. And then uh, did you say, what else are you going to have? Did you say? Massage. Massage. Yoga. Spot in a yoga studio space. That's cool. Yeah. Doesn't uh, doesn't your wife do yoga? She yeah, teaches yoga, she teaches right? Yoga, yep. Nice. So she'll have like a a space she can teach now. Mm-hmm. That's really cool. What other things are you gonna have in this place? Well, that's about all I know of for now. That's cool. Personal training. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And in twenty four hour open gym because that's kind of my thing. Oh, uh, okay. Nice. Um, Will the sauna and all that stuff be twenty four hour? I don't think so. Yeah. Um. I'm not sure if that's a good idea. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Being 24-hour by, uh, I don't know, man. That's Yeah. That, I could see where the issues and complications would come yeah. from on that. My insurance company might not like it either. <laughs> yeah. <know>, but <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it's just, I'll start off with not having that part 24 hours. Yeah. Um, and just see how it goes. And then maybe down the road if there's a way to manage it. Huh. I don't know. Crazy. Started in your basement. Yeah. Right? Back like 10 base. years. Now I'm in another basement. Now you're in another. Dude, you just go from basement to basement, <laughs> yeah. huh? Yeah. Damn, that's cool. I love the evolution and growth, though, of your business. It's really cool that it's gotten to a point where now you're like, hell yeah, we're opening a second business. Yeah. That's really cool. Did you? Was there a lot of planning that went into going into that second spot? Yeah, probably more. I was well, going to say, was it more than the Deets building? Yeah, definitely. Because yeah. by then I felt like, you know, I have I know how these gyms work, like. You put some turf over here and some squat racks over there and a bathroom over there. Now I'm like in uncharted territory. Mm. Like I don't know. I never like had a sauna place. I never had yeah. ice baths. Right. Um, so it, it's a, some unique challenges I have to figure out. Yeah. Why? Why did you have you just had this lifelong pursuit of personal training? No, well, I mean it definitely isn't like that. Um, I had this whole like other career. I didn't really get into training until I was like 30. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, dude, the math, that doesn't make sense though, because you're like 33 now. Exactly. So, what, dude, math, that's weird, the bro. Math doesn't matter. You're messing with me, dude. It's girl math. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I was like in the uniform industry, like just delivering uniforms. And I thought, oh. I thought that was going to be like my career path. Yeah. Um, but it wasn't. Yeah. Uh, what was it about personal training that that interested you? Was it because you're already shredded, <laughs> throwing u- uniforms to everybody, just exactly. giant python arms? I was way smaller then. 
Oh, Were you really? Oh, yeah. How yeah. much did you weigh back then? Probably 200. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> That's small? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's small, bro. That's like yeah. minuscule. <laughs> 130. <laughs> you got to be 200 to do, son. Exactly. <laughs> uh, anything under 200 is victim weight. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, if I was 200 pounds, Ryan, I would look like a thumb. Like, it would just be like a head and then a neck and a straight line down. That's just... how I feel. <laughs> yeah, you have shape with the beard, though. It helps, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah I have to have it. Dude, if, you, if you ever shave your head, just got to have a You got to have a beard with yeah. it, right? Yeah. Now, now I'm thinking Mike, bald beard. Dennis, bald beard. My friend Kevin, bald beard. What is it with Wait, all? Wait, does Musatelli have a beard now? Musatelli, bald beard. Wow, you just blew my mind. I didn't even think of that. Because yeah, because you look like a penis otherwise. Right, right. Because yeah. there's no. You just yeah. look like the helmet. Yeah, it's not good. <laughs> <laughs> what do you like about personal training so much? Okay, um, when I got into it, I I had no orientation to anything. I'm just like, I need a job. Oh, okay. Yeah, so you stumbled upon it. Yeah, and I'm like, all right, I can do this. So I, I got into it, and and I liked it. Um, I like working with people. I like helping people. Um, it's 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 satisfying. It's mm-hmm. hard to – it's it's weirdly satisfying to help somebody. Like, I mean, you probably understand. Like, to help somebody achieve a goal, mm-hmm. like, you feel – makes you feel good. You know? Yeah, a thousand, that's why I like coaching. Yeah, it's it's nice because it's like there's something special about like seeing someone's growth, like mm-hmm. remembering when they couldn't throw a jab cross and now they're able to like slip a jab cross and then they can throw it quick and they can throw it soft, fast. You know what I mean? Like it's really impressive to watch someone grow and being a part of that is really rewarding. It's fulfilling. Yeah, I use the term. It's a it gives me an opportunity to fill my cup as well as theirs, right? Mm. Because it's like, I feel like I did some good stuff that day. You feel good that day. And uh, I don't know. It's always been uh, always been nice. And on your case, in like with me, you get to... Me is more like a wide classroom, although I do some private lessons. But you, your business a lot is like private teaching, like private one-on-one sessions. Yeah. So... You get to. I feel like you get to see that session a little bit more, or that growth a little more intimately, right? Yeah, yeah. Everybody's got different goals, so like you know, a lot of. I I like working with people that want to get stronger. Like that's, that's the most fun. Mm. Um, when the goal is just to get stronger. Yeah. Yeah. And they don't care, like, oh, you know, if I gain five pounds, like I. Gain because that's just a number driven, like that's numbers on a plate yeah. that we got to move. And it makes, it makes the most sense too, like. You can you can apply math to it and, and it, it usually works out as long as you know they follow the, the plan. Mm-hmm. Um, so so I like that part of it a lot and working with someone one on one you know like you get to to just watch that progress from when the time they like can barely move the bar to the time that they you know first do a, a plate on each side to you know whatever yeah it's it's really nice to be a part of that. When someone comes to you and they say, uh, "Ryan, I want to get stronger, but also look jacked as hell," how do you construct the timeline? How do you like f- figure out what their path is? Because mm. um, it's got to be different for people, each person, yeah, right? You know, it's tough because people um, have like really general goals like that. Sometimes where they're like, you know, I just want to 
I want to be big and small at the same time. And I'm like, you know, meaning like they want to get stronger, put on a ton of muscle and lose a ton of fat at the same time. Oh, right. And it's like, you have to kind of like focus on like, you know, like let's pick like one thing to do first. And the strength piece is usually where to start because if you have more muscle mass, then you're going to burn more calories. And if you're on like some crazy diet, it's hard to put on any muscle. Right. So, so usually I'll start with with get stronger get stronger then 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 hopefully they forget about the whole getting lean part (laughs) (laughs) you're like i'm not trying to do no cardio (laughs) yeah (laughs) but like if if it comes down to it and they're you know that's a big goal i'll I'll usually outsource nutrition to somebody else because i was gonna say because there's like there's a part of the physical but then there's also the part is like, hey, you can't do all this work and then eat like trash yeah. later. Who do you do you have like partners you work with closely? Um, I have a, a couple people who I feel comfortable with. Yeah, um, there's a nutritionist uh, locally named Ed Tenyek. I don't know how to say his last name. Oh, okay, shout out to Ed Tenyek. Sorry, I think so. Maybe okay, we're yeah. going with that. Yeah, all right. Yeah, he's he's a good dude. He knows he knows his stuff real well. Um. So, like, I, I like somebody like that where I can just, like, shoot him a text and be like, hey, I'm going to send you a client, and I know that he'll figure it out. Right. And yeah. there's other things, you know, like, I have a chiropractor I like to send people to. I have a physical therapist in, in my yeah. building to send people to. Yeah, especially, like, when you're in that world. Like, there's got to always be the question of, ah, oh, man, Ryan, my shoulders kill me. Who do you yeah. got for a, a physical therapist, yeah. you know? And you got to know your scope. Like, you know, like, certain things... I can kind of diagnose and figure out, but there comes a point where I'm like, this, this is outside my pay grade. Yeah. Yeah. Stay in your lane. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And each person's goals have to be so much different. What, what do you think is the most common goals of just Ryan? I want to get stronger. Most people I think come to me for that. Yeah. To get stronger. Um, if it's not that it's, you know, losing X amount of pounds. Mm. Um, but I try to change the perspective on that too. So like when people are, are very pound focused, I'm like, how about we focus on like your, your body comp, you know? So instead of focusing on just your weight, we're going to look at your body fat percentage and just trying to, to drive that in the right direction. And when they see results and their body fat goes down two or 3%, but their weight hasn't shifted, they, they get over the weight thing. Because it's muscle that they're gaining. Yeah. And it, right. just, it looks better. And right. Really, that's what they're saying, I think, is that they want to be leaner. Mm-hmm. Right, right. And uh, what is, like, your favorite exercises? What, what are, like, the basics? Well, squat, squat bench, and deadlift. Yeah. The, the big three there. Um, and, and because with those big three, if, if they're going if to improve those, it just improves everything. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, even, like, you know, an old lady or something, an old dude. Like, it's good for them. It's going to keep them. Dude, I saw at Edge, there is an old lady oh, that yeah. works out in the mornings. Yeah. I remember her. Yeah. Respect to her. Yeah, I was. She's... I don't know her name, but I remember seeing her with, uh, with one Pete. of the personal trainers yeah. there. I forget his name. Uh, very nice guy. I yeah. lo- he's, a, he's a sweetheart of a man. Yes, he is. Um, and and her, her, uh, name, her name's Dottie. Oh, really? She's... Dottie. I want to say she's 91 now. Dude, that's crazy. She's super old. I love I love seeing. I'm, I might be wrong on the age, but she's up there. Yeah, I love seeing her getting yeah. after it. Oh what? yeah, you know what the best thing too? I'll be like training somebody in the morning, and uh, she'll like 
harp on the guy I'm training. Yeah. She'll be like, oh, you can do more weight than that. Dang. Yeah. She's kind of mean, huh? Yeah, but it's, <laughs> yeah, but it's okay. Yeah, it's okay. She's a sweetheart. I, I, uh, what, what I've always appreciated about your gym is like each gym kind of has like of like a vibe to it of the members. Mm-hmm. You have like a good mix of people. I remember when yeah. I was going there, it would be like, I'd work out with a professional athlete to my right. Then you would have like the businessman nine to five. And then on the other squat rack, you would have like the stay at home mom. Like it was cool to see a cool mix of people. Yeah. Um, what do you think attracts like a cool different mix of people? That's it's interesting. That's a good one. Um, I think just having this environment that feels welcoming. Yeah. You know, like I've been in gyms where I don't feel comfortable. It's like, man, this place is too bougie for me. Or the dudes in here look like they do way too much. HGH for me, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, so yeah, like, right. Like Gold's Gym is a different person that goes there than Planet Fitness, right? Mm-hmm. It's just yeah. a different vibe, and you have a mix of all of those people. Yeah, it's it's so interesting, and that's I think why I was so comfortable going to your gym. I don't, and I don't know, was there thought going into like creating in a welcoming environment like that? Probably not as much as it seems like. Yeah. So like. <clears throat> I was inspired um, when I was at Gold's. There was this back room that we used for personal training, and it had a little piece of turf. It had like one squat rack. It had some medicine balls, like all, all the stuff you'll see at Edge, pretty much. And um, everybody wanted to go in there, and we'd be like, "No, you can't come in here without personal training." And it used to drive people nuts. Like they, they just piss them off. And yeah, I was like, "Man, like, why are we not like?" utilizing this more so so i when i made edge i'm like i'm gonna make it kind of like that room but everybody can go here because this is the kind of stuff everybody wants to do right like they might think it's the thing they want to do is walk on a treadmill but but when you get in there and you can like push a sled or something instead or oh yeah yeah like it's way more fun yes and that's i think that's also What's so cool about your place is the uh, wider range of different th- tools and things to yeah. use there that I like from like the sled. You even had the uh, the on it sledgehammers too. Mm. Those the, the maces. The maces, yeah. yeah. Um, I did a workout with with Crazy Mike with mm. those maces there, and I thought it was so cool that I was like, oh crap, they got a big tire that you yeah. can move and flip and tire and yeah. like and just get a cool workout in with just so many different machines and especially kettle. I've never seen so many kettlebells in my life. You guys have such yeah. a large selection of kettlebells. Yeah. Is that one of your go-tos? Yeah. Kettlebells are my favorite. Yeah. Kettlebells are my favorite. They're, they're so good. What did you do? Like any like special classes for training for the kettlebells? Cause aren't there like certified trainers out there for kettlebells? Yeah. But it's, is it's, it kind of horseshit? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like I'm sure you could pick up a few things from it, but like, you don't need it. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, like, with equipment, like, a lot of it is inspired by people just asking me, like, hey, uh, I saw this thing on the internet. It looks really cool. Or I used to have this at my other gym. It was really cool. And it, I think, like, I just, I'm not afraid to listen to people. Um, I'm not afraid to tell people no either. But if, yeah. if someone says something and it resonates, I'm like, yeah, I'll, I'll get one of those. Mm-hmm. Um, 
one thing I added was um, these tanks. I don't know if you've seen these. They're like uh, kind of like a kind of like a sled on wheels. Oh. And they use like a magnetic resistance. Oh. So you can just crank up the resistance. And basically the harder you push, the, uh, the more it pushes back. Mm, right. Um, they're pretty cool. Like they get they get used constantly. Um I I've seen a machine before, but this is a tank, right? Mm-hmm. The ones I've seen is the ones that you mount to the wall. I think it's is there a magnetic mechanism? It's like oh, there's yeah. like a pulley in it that you can use as like a pole bar and yeah, stuff. That was is that also kind of? Uh, I think it's the same premise for the resistance. Yeah. But this is not. This is more like a sled. Like you're gonna. That's jerk, cool. It's got wheels. You can go outside with it. Oh, nice. Yeah. That's cool. You know now, if you uh, stopped it once in a while. <laughs> I haven't been since Jamie. I haven't been since Jamie. I uh, I was saying what what made me quit was your lack of shake weights. There's mm-hmm. not enough shake weights for me in the building. You should have let me know. I might have ordered you one. <laughs> Just bring mine in from home. Yeah, that's fine. Um, I also, what I really liked about Jamie was, Jamie was like the basics guy, you know, bench, squat, deadlift. Yeah. Uh, we did some overhead press. But I loved working out with Jamie because I felt like I was learning. Like, I felt like I had a coach. Yeah. And I love him, and I didn't have to pay him. I was <laughs> like, thanks, Jamie. This was sick. Like, helping me with my form and stuff, too. Especially because, like, with bar stuff, I'm not the best with. Like, I would much prefer a kettlebell. I like swinging around a kettlebell and, and whipping that around more than I like benching, to be honest. They both translate to what you do, though. Like Yeah, with jiu-jitsu and yeah, Thai. You know, people get too hung up on, like, this is the one thing I do. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like, Guilty. Yeah. yeah it's, it's, so, <laughs> it's so... It's just human nature. You know, you find something you enjoy and you're good at, mm-hmm. so you stick with it. Who wants to do stuff they suck at? <laughs> right. Like, right. Right. So you go to the gym and you're like, man, I don't want to touch that barbell. I suck at it. Yeah. Right. Let me do something I like. A little intimidated by it. Yeah, it's fine. You know, I was intimidated for the longest time was the Aerodyne bike. Oh, yeah. I was intimidated by that thing for so long. I'm still intimidated I, by it. <laughs> until I use it and I love it. It's such a good workout. The um, uh, One of my old clients was moving out of state and she had a, a rowing machine. So I have a rowing machine that I bought off her. Oh, cool. And I love rowing but i hate it at the same time because i do suck at it and i don't fully understand the form so i feel like two minutes in my back is like on fire because i'm i'm sure i'm doing it wrong you should be feeling in your legs too yeah yeah. i'm not feeling my legs i'm feeling in my back so i feel like i'm doing too much back movement uh but doing something you suck at is uncomfortable (laughs) yeah yeah and that's that's why you know, runners, all they do is run, and, you know, weightlifters, all they do is lift weight. Like, jujitsu guys all just want to do jujitsu. A thousand percent. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because it's, it's just how it is. Yeah. What What do you think is, uh, for a lot of people, the biggest hurdle getting into the gym? Is it just a mental thing? Yeah, I think it's that intimidation factor we're talking about. Like, it's it's hard to take that first step and walk in the door. Mm-hmm. And once people do it, they're usually good. Once they, like... I always talk about like faking it until you make it. Like, you know, just confidently go in there and join the gym and, you know, just stick around until, you know, you figure right. it out. Yeah, right. Yeah. It's, um, it's like, um, there's an uh, analogy for it. Just do, just go in there, even though you don't want to. When you get there and start going through the motions, you'll be like, why was I 
those days that I don't want to go to jujitsu and train, yeah. I'm like, I force myself to go. I'm like, no, I need, I need to go. I don't have like Tuesday nights right now. My wife teaches dance uh, Monday, Wednesday, Thursday. So Tuesday's like, that's my jujitsu night, right? So it's my only day a night a week to go. So there's some weeks where like, admittedly, I'm like, uh, yeah, I don't want to go. I just want to stay home and stuff my face. But the second I walk in through the front door and Ken is like, hey, what's up? I like, I don't care. Like, I'm like, I'm glad I'm here. I can't tell you how many times, like at the end of a workout, somebody's like, wow, I'm so glad I, I did that. Like, and every time it's always like, whatever their situation was, they did not want to work out. Yeah. They didn't want to get out of the bed and they did it. And, and at the end they're like, yeah, good choice. Yeah. How have you ever like regretted working out? Like, no, never. And that's like, the thing. It's so weird is like, you think that. It's like, but in the moment when you do stay home, you feel guilty. You feel like yeah. trash. You'll regret laying in bed all day. Yeah, right. Exactly. And then when you get there and you do the thing, it's like, I feel so much better. Why didn't I just come? Why didn't I just get my budding gear to begin with? And then eventually that voice quiets and I feel like I have those days less and less than I did when I first started. Hopefully. Yeah. A lot of it is, is just establishing like a a routine, a pattern. Mm-hmm. Are you a very routine-centric guy? Like, when you're hitting up the gym, do you have your routine every day? Yeah, pretty much. And it, it sucks because I get stuck in my, my habits. Mm, right. Or as we all do. What is your, uh, what's like your, go, give us your workout routine? Um, Right now, I kind of, I wouldn't say relapsed, but right now what I'm doing, I kind of went back to what I used to do back in the day, which is like, I'm doing like a shoulder day and a back day mm. and a leg day and a, and a chest day. So like that kind of thing. Okay. Where for a while I was doing more of a a push-pull split where I would essentially train like the front of my body one day and the back of my body the next. Whoa. Yeah. Okay. I've never heard of that before. Oh, I, yeah. I like that a lot. I do that a lot. Like if I have, I have a client uh, twice a week or even three times a week, I'll do like push-pull and then like a full body day. Um, Interesting. So the the huh. push day, you know, it's like chest, shoulders, quads, uh-huh. and pull day is like the whole posterior chain. Wow. Okay. Yeah. And what it, what does that do working out those separately? It always seems to be like it's upper body, lower body. Well, what I like about it is that it allows you to train upper and lower every day and not like overwork anything. So you get to hit your legs on Monday and Tuesday, but you're hitting different parts of your leg. Mm. So right. that that's what I like about it. What's like a good beginner workout plan? Like if you had to pick a few somebody could start off with, what would you recommend? And it probably would be subject to what their goals are, but Yeah, it's it's tough to say. Um but like with a few dumbbells, I would probably have somebody like maybe work out three three times a week and have like like a push pull routine, like push day, pull day and something on the third day like a functional day or just something different Mm -hmm. um it depends like like i always think about like my clients like that i um i'll do a push and a pull and depending on on what kind of person they are what they need the third day might be like heavy cardio heavy core like a little bit of everything kind of mini boot camp Mm -hmm. um yeah interesting that's cool so at least they have some kind of like 
I, I always went to the gym with a plan, and I think that's important to like yeah. have something written down. When I was working out with Jamie, that was the time I didn't have to write anything down until Did he have a plan? after. Yeah, he well, he would come with the plan, and then I would just write down what we did as we did it. Mm. But when I go to work out with kettlebells, like at home, I de- like I plan out what I'm going to do beforehand. But I do that also when I teach. So I don't know if that's just like me being neurotic or if um, that's best practice. I just I it's like to have an objective when I go into it. You know, it keeps you on point. Like even though you're only being accountable to yourself, there's still like this little layer of accountability. Mm-hmm. So it's a good idea. What do you think edge does the best? Um, I, th- I think it's, I think it's like a, a customer service thing where everybody at edge kind of gives a shit. Um, and it's, it's not just the employees, I guess customer service is the wrong word. Um, but it, it's the members, everybody kind of feels like they're part of it. Oh, okay. As opposed to like, uh, you know, like whatever Aspen became, uh, crunch, like nobody goes to crunch and feels like, oh man, I'm so glad I'm a crunch member. Right. 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 Like there's kind of a team crunch, right? There's not, it's like, I guess what it's corny. It's like a community, right? At edge or like a family, but everybody, for the most part, I think like feels like they're part of something. Um, so they, they tend to take care of the gym better. They take care of each other better. There's not a lot of like douchebaggery going on. Mm. Um, those people, when they do come, they, they tend to like just work themselves out eventually. Right. Yeah. They end up leaving and finding their way out the door. The only, uh, douchebaggery I've seen there was when Jamie and I were using the like press machine and Sandra came over and stole two of our 45 pound plates yeah. and <laughs> completely didn't even realize that we were using them. <laughs> yeah, that, that. It was so funny. Jamie and I, we were on the like, we, and we were in between reps and I remember I was like talking to Jamie about something. She came over and took the plates off and I go, Oh, did she just take our plates? And Jamie goes, yeah, I think so, but I'll just grab these 45. So he just, like, replaces them, and as he does, she, she puts two and two together, and she's like, oh, I am so sorry. She was so embarrassed. Yeah. Yeah. That's usually about, totally the, ex- that's usually about the extent of it. <laughs> it was so funny. Well, you know, people know, like, I'm I'm probably, if they're going to be, be a, a douche, they're probably going to get called out on it by, by me or somebody else. Yeah. Well, you do you guys have a hunk alarm, too? Lunk. We don't. Hunk. <laughs> hunk is when someone, a hot dude, walks in to the gym. Yeah, you hit the hunk one. alarm. That's, that's the alarm. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like an air horn. <laughs> but, yeah. Um, definitely, uh, I, I feel like I can't take credit for that, uh, the, the community element. But, you know, that, that's the coolest thing. You just subtracted really cool people. A, yeah. lo- a lot of my friends work out there, and I love just the vibe that you guys have and just, like, the extensive cool stuff of uh, available machines that you have there. It's uh, cool now to see, like, you're branching out to your second location. It's wild. It's, it, like... It's a little surreal right now. Yeah. Like, how much farther until that project's completed? December 1st. Oh, really? You'll be ready to rip. So you're close, huh? Ready to rip. Yeah. Theoretically. So, well, when this episode is out, the edge would be open by now. So I record these in in advance. This is November. uh, Hold on. 
I don't know. Let me unlock my watch, apparently. Uh, sad November 4th. Yeah. So by the time this airs, you are going to have your new place open, which is really cool. We're officially going with Edge Strength and Recovery for a name. Oh, okay. Yeah. Strength and Recovery. Yep. That's sweet. And uh, you'll have machines there, recovery things there. Man, what a cool, what a cool, like, timeline and story from the starting of edge what, what's the future of edge hold like what do you what do you want to do after you do this wellness spot or recovery spot uh well i mean i don't have a plan uh do you don't have that? to no i don't usually i mean i respect that yeah i can respect that right i'm not a long-term plan kind of person um i and i think actually that's a benefit to me sometimes like i'm ready to go with the flow mm. um which, which, if I wasn't like that, I wouldn't have been able to open this second place because I was not, I wasn't looking in Syracuse for this spot. I was looking in Liverpool. Yeah. And, uh, bro, we're cut from the same cloth. I feel like yeah. I'm the same. Like, like I don't usually have like, I don't think ten years in advance. I'm yeah. like, I don't know when I, when things happen and too much can can get jacked up. And, yeah, it's know, like Bruce Lee said, dude, be like water, be like go water. with the flow, dude. So no long-term plans, but just like... I mean, I, I would be open to a lot of different things. I still would love to have a place in Liverpool. Okay, um, so if you had a large sum of money you could drop, you'd put a place in Liverpool for sure. Yeah. Um, what what other... Would, would there be like a machine that you've always wanted or something? I don't think so. Um, I mean, I, I could definitely stand to like replenish and upgrade some of my stuff, like get yeah. newer treadmills, things like that. If you want to spend $100,000 on a gym, you can do that real easy. Yeah, the equipment's so expensive. Yeah. $100,000, that's uh, three pieces of equipment. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, it's not hard to spend money. It's like a set of kettlebells uh, and a bar. That's it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I will never financially recover from this. <laughs> story of my life. Story of my life. But it's funny, too. You can buy a $150 barbell, but you can buy a $1,500 barbell, too. Oh yeah, right. So like, if you want the good but, shit, you got to pay. But w why is the one? F what's? Is it gonna be bad? It's probably gonna be pretty bad, isn't it? Uh, oh, the hundred fifty dollars. <laughs> yeah. Yes, I've had that bar. Yeah. Um, for one, it's got the um, it doesn't have like uh, bearings or any or anything in it or bushings, so it's just like a metal sleeve on the bar, and like an Allen, like nut. Twisted. Uh. So like, you could be like bench pressing and one of the collars could just fall off completely because it comes unscrewed oh. you, know how, you know how in like one of the curl bars like the cheap like little curl bars mm -hmm. there's they get loose on the end yeah that's how like the cheap ass barbells are the one that i have is uh it's a bar and the plates go obviously the other side but on it's like a screw it has like a giant yeah. nut and yeah. you spin it and then it locks in place that's real bottom of the barrel there oh yeah a thousand percent yeah a thousand percent <laughs> that like was a sears. hand me down yeah hand me down where that, that was uh, at sears for definitely yep. somebody was getting rid of it and i was like you know i actually don't have a bench bar that'd be kind of cool to have a a spot down in my basement so it has a one one thirty five pound kettlebell two what's well, 24 kilogram it's like 50 pounds yeah i got two of those Th those things are monsters i can't do much with those 60. those things are beasts uh, uh, row machine and a bench, a bench. I don't, and that bench is pretty trash. I'm finding out. 
pretty janky. Yeah, it's okay. It, it's a part of it. At least you got something. And I, I don't know. For me, it's just like when I do physical activity, I feel like the rest of the day I'm cool. If I can do at least an hour of like lifting, throwing kettlebell around or something, I feel like the rest of the day I'm, I'm a little more chill. You, you like know? a morning workout guy? or I am more of a whenever I can fit it in kind of guy. And usually it's in like late evenings, like when I get the kids down. Or my workout being jujitsu, which is usually mm. late evenings. When uh, they do advanced open mats Sunday mornings, they uh, are like 10 a.m. I get done by 11. But the rest of the day, dude, I'm just, I'm chill. I'm like flatline the rest of the day. Nothing gets me angry. I don't get excited about anything. I'm just like, yeah, sure, let's do it. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you want to go? Yeah, we'll go eat dinner. Yeah, no sure. road rage. No road rage. I'm yeah. like, oh, this dude cut me off. <laughs> As opposed to like, I'm usually like Dennis Reynolds, like screaming <laughs> at the top of my lungs at somebody, you know. Um, so we talked about what is what Edge did the best. We talked about the future of Edge. Um, is there anything you want to talk or promote about Edge other than like the new location? When does this come out? This will be a- after December. It'll probably be like. Probably like the eighth, so it'll be pretty much out immediately after. Well, obviously, I need to promote the new place because I can't yeah. have that grand opening with no people. Yeah. Um, I mean, I guess I might have that still, but you can help me on the second week. Yeah. Um, the one other thing that we started doing, uh, well, I, I started an affiliation with this uh, thing called Deca, which is an offshoot of Spart- Spartan Races. Oh. Um, you've heard of those, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so they've created this other thing called DECA, which is um, it's 10, 10 things, 10 exercises, and I'm hosting the DECA Mile at Edge, which is going to be you do an exercise, like um, say like a, a burpee with an overhead press. So you, so you do that, like a bunch of those. Then you run 160 meters, and then you do the next thing, maybe like the Airdyne bike. Oh. And then you run again for 160 meters. By the end, you'll have done 10 exercises and run a mile. Oh, my God. And um, you get, like, you, you're you essentially competing against yourself and against, there's, like, leaderboards. and. Oh, my God. Is that your grand opening? No. No. But I'm hosting it, like, it just on December 10th this year. Oh, okay. This is going to be the first one I host. Nice. I want to do it a couple times a year. So, like, my people are really, it's the only one in Syracuse. Um. Anybody in the area can come and like kind of test themselves oh. periodically. That's cool. And do you already know the workouts? Yeah, it's it's so that's what's kind of cool about it too is it it's standardized. So like anywhere you do a deca, any time of year, any place, it's going to be the same thing. Oh. So like that's how you're able to compete against somebody in like Saskatchewan. Yeah. Right. Right. Wow. That's cool. How'd you get hooked up with these guys? They contacted me. Um, I think they they were looking for something in the Syracuse area. Yeah. They they give you a little bit of a buffer zone so like nobody can do that around me now. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Um and I think they they checked out my website and saw that it was pretty much I pretty much had everything I needed to mm. get get it going cuz they have specific equipment you need. Yeah. Um like the bikes, rowers, uh ski erg. Um slam balls things like that yeah right right so you already have everything ready ready to go yeah i had to order these uh these things called rams that are kind of like they kind of look like foam rollers but they're weighted up to 55 pounds whoa yeah they're really cool they're very versatile like anything you do with a sandbag you would do with these but they're like harder yeah um 
so like and you can use them for like a foam roller like body tempering mm. i don't know if you've ever done that no i haven't you just like roll like a heavy object on your on your muscle oh i've done like foam rollers but never like a heavy object yeah yeah you can, oh, do, like, interesting. You can do it with like a barbell oh it'll really tear you up oh really yeah why why do you do that does it make you stronger? Sometimes you gotta get deep. Oh, like a massage. Yes. Okay. Yeah. All right. Gotcha. Yeah, you want to like break up the, the the fascia and like the deeper tissues. Gotcha. I was just thinking like when I do my roller, dude, I'm not. I don't. It's not a fifty pound. I'm just like no. gliding on my hips, no, kind of working out. Yeah, like I'm. You just, might not be getting deep enough. So, like that's true, dude. I might not. So like, there's different tools you want for, like stretching, like working on your muscles. Like a massage doesn't do the same thing as a foam roller or a lacrosse ball or body tempering, like all these different ways of attacking. Mm-hmm. Say your, your quads messed up and you need to get it to chill out. Right. Sometimes your foam roller ain't, it just ain't going to cut it. Yeah. The lacrosse ball is a real one, dude. Oh yeah. That's that one makes me cry. Yeah. I, I do that one on the floor sometimes. And I'll do it like my cat, my back is the worst one. The calf, not so bad, but I think I, I wuss out and I kind of like pull my leg up when I do my back on the floor. I can't like, pull out pull like pull myself up without driving it in more does that make oh, sense yeah yeah but then like working on the knots dude i always feel so much looser you should post at the end of this post like a clip of you with a lacrosse ball like jammed into you and just crying just... <laughs> help me get up <laughs> yeah uh, my wife and i took a certification class for uh called the role model and it, it's about essentially using like the theraballs to, and it's called role model. Yeah, dude, that's genius. They better give a promotion whoever thought of that idea. Holy yeah. shit, I didn't think of that. Yeah, do you have a stretch routine? Me personally, yeah. No, no, damn, that's, dude. that's a fault. Is it? Oh, uh, yeah. it's okay. I have a stretch routine, and it's helped me at least get a little bit more flexible. And that's one thing I think I need to add to my stretch routine is like maybe a few minutes of lacrosse ball or foam roller or something. Would you recommend doing that before or after you work out? Foam roller and, and um, like a lacrosse ball can are better before. Well, they're good at both ends, mm-hmm. but before you can actually increase force production if you use like a lacrosse ball. Oh. Um, because the, the tissue will work better. Interesting. Okay. But stretching, like static stretching, you don't want to do before because that will decrease force production. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Oh, wow. I didn't even realize that. I've always seen people doing it before, but I'm like. You want to do a little, like, active stretching before. Yeah. Um, you know, just like, you know, some, like, light active stretching. I do a lot of, yeah, I do a lot of dynamic stuff yeah, when dynamic I stretch. I, I'm way. always like bouncing into my stretches because like with jujitsu it's never hold and fold like fold and hold in one position like a lot of times it's like i'm trying to shrimp to my side so it's like it's that active motion of my leg and i don't know i don't know if i should be doing static but i always do dynamic where i'm moving into my stretches at the end it wouldn't hurt to do a little like static stretching like yeah but you're probably doing fine, it sounds like. Yeah, it's. Uh, I just have my routine. It's probably like four minutes in total, but it hits everything, and it's how I uh, stretch my class out when I teach. Um, I started doing that like three, four years ago, like literally just before COVID because I would – sometimes I would just have people stretch out on their own. Yeah. But 
it would turn into them just like, hey, how's your weekend? Oh, yeah. Hey, what's going on, dude? Yeah, and they're like getting their gloves on and talking about the weekend. I'm like, no, stretch. So when I get them to do it with me, I get all participation. I get everybody stretching in at once. So then I was like, all right, let's make something that I will. I could do every class. Do foam rollers there too? Yeah, we do. I think we only have like one or two, um, but people would bring their own a lot of times. So I would see people stretching out with those before, but I never knew. I was like, is that legit or is that? Yes, that's a good move. Yeah. Well, like before or after, before it sounds to be like the better, the better stick. Um, I don't know how we got all the way from there, from your... The thing you were trying to plug, your what was it called oh, again? The DECA. The yeah. DECA, yeah. thank How you. How did that happen? I have no idea. Oh, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, yeah, so yeah, I do. Um, I can. This first event, the capacity is going to be about 60 people, and I'd like to hit that. Um, I don't know, maybe by then I'll be maxed out. Maybe I'll be short. But. Mm-hmm. And when is um, it again? December 10th. Um, so it, it goes in like heats where six people go at a time. Um, so the heats start at 8 a.m. until, like, 1 p.m. I don't remember how long the heats are, but... Gotcha. And if somebody wants to register, where do they, where do they There's go? There's a link on my Instagram, Edge Syracuse. Okay. Um, or you can you could probably just Google, like, the DECA... You can go on the DECA Fit website and find it. Now, if you're going to do this race, is there any weightlifting happening? Or is it just, like, run, go to a... Cardio machine, oh, run so, again. So they they tried to design it so there's very little um, barrier to entry. Like they wanted to make it not like where the like a CrossFit Games where you have to have a lot of technique. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Like, does so um, somebody have to prepare for it? But you should prepare physically, right? But you don't have to be proficient at anything in particular to take like the medicine ball thing. Like you take a medicine ball and you pick it up and you throw it over your shoulder. Right, like it's like functional type stuff. Yeah. Or um, the there's lunges with the the ram thing we were talking about, um, burpees, like things that anybody can be taught in like two minutes. Yeah. If, right. Right. If that. Right. Because I was I was just thinking in my head I'm like oh man if I'm gonna compete in something like this I would want to see like it have in advance if I gotta know how to do kettle swings with a certain amount of right. w- weight you know that's well, really like, cool I like that and you know it's. It's cool too, and, and already, it was already the case, but now it's even better. But Edge is like the only place in the area where you could actually train for it because nobody else has all the equipment. All the equipment I have, mm-hmm. yeah, right. That's cool. Very cool, man. If somebody does, they can come at me, but I don't. I don't think anybody yeah. does. Yeah, right, right. Well, the cool news is you'll be the. Uh, first episode with the new studio so everybody gets to see the new space with it uh, all done up now which is kind of cool it's pretty fancy yeah it's a cool sign isn't it dude check it out it gets so bright and i don't know do they do it's, other colors no just or- i bought it in orange because it's that's the brand color mm. yeah it's cool cool little touch it's uh been nice uh chatting with you ryan thanks for Thank doing this dude i appreciate you i uh, can't wait to see what the new space looks out and uh I need to get my ass back in the gym, I think. At the very least, we'll get you in <laughs> in the ice bath. Oh, my God. That's something I've never done. Yeah. I've wanted to do one of those Dude, before. It's like the first time you go in, you're going to like slide in and slide immediately out. Like, really? It feels like you can't breathe. <laughs> but, I mean, Joe Rogan would tell you to stop being a little bitch and yeah. get in there. And just get your ass in there. Yeah. Uh, and the sauna, too. Yeah. The sauna has been the been a 
big love for me. I yeah. I would fuck with a sauna. Yeah. It's one of my favorites. And I can help you. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks, dude. I appreciate you for Thank doing you. this. Thank yeah. you, sir. Yeah.